The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome, everyone, to the ACB Membership Focus Call for March. Tonight, our topic is going to be on state conventions. And we had our uh, first session of that in February. So this month, we have more state affiliates joining us. I'll ask if there's a volunteer to be first, and then I can um, ask you questions if you prefer, or if you want to just give a rundown about your state convention, it's up to you how you'd prefer to go. I think Sheila uh, said she'd prefer me to ask questions, so it's up to the rest of you. I'll volunteer to be first. This is Ralph Smitherman. Okay. And you're going to talk to us about Mississippi. That's correct. Um, last year, our organization met at a picnic, and we determined to have a weekend face-to-face state convention in 2023. So the plans are for us to meet on June 23rd and 24 and 25 that weekend in June, because the other available weekend was Easter weekend at the hotel we chose. And we decided not to have a convention on Easter weekend. So it's a little late in the year for us because typically we meet in April or early May because our fiscal year starts June 1. Notwithstanding, uh, we have the registration forms already sent out. We're hoping that people will register by the end of April. So that will give us time to get all the paperwork and things of that nature done. And how our convention is structured, we generally meet and register on Friday evening about from 3 to 5 or thereabouts. And then we have a Friday night seated meal. Um, of course, you know, the menu has to be chosen uh, a couple of weeks in advance. But the hotel where we meet is pretty good about that. So we just need an accurate count of how many meals we need. So we meet on Friday night. And then after that, we have our little auction for our state, uh, you know, that benefits the state. and. We generally have a hospitality room at our hotel where after the Friday night auction, people can go there or go elsewhere. Notwithstanding all that, on Saturday morning, our convention starts at 9 a.m. with the opening uh, color guard and things of that nature. And then Saturday morning, we have our programming. Generally, we have about five or six presenters who have about 20 minutes each to present their information about their organization or, or what they're trying to do. Uh, usually we break for lunch about 1130 and then we meet again that Saturday afternoon at 1:30 to handle our business meeting and elections and our elections are generally held we, you know, at the end of the business meeting this year, I will be ending my second term as president 
and our officers are elected for two-year terms. So I'm serving my fourth year as president. Of course, wouldn't you know it would have been through COVID and all that, but you know we're surviving. So <clears throat> uh, we have our business meeting and elections. After that, uh, we open the hospitality room again. And about six o'clock on Saturday night, we have our scholarship and awards banquet. So if we have any awards or scholarships to give out, that's where we do that. We announce it. Um, our scholarship is named after a an erstwhile teacher at the School for the Blind. His name was James Doyle Case. And, uh, you know, we present a, a scholarship to a qualified candidate. And after the scholarship and awards banquet, uh, once again, we made it to hospitality room. You know, we're the hospitality state, so we've got to maintain that. So that pretty well ends our state convention. Sometimes we'll have a program on Sunday morning, maybe a uh, gospel sing. I don't know about this year because uh, getting uh, everyone to participate, uh, you know, it's going to be um, something that we want to try to do. So we'll, we'll see how that turns out. Anyway, that's our convention in a nutshell, and that's what we're trying to do. Okay. Ralph, do you have exhibitors uh, come to your conference? Uh, in the past, we have, and we're trying to work on that as well. We have a, we have a side room, and uh, you know, we're not a huge convention, so that pretty well limits people who want to come and exhibit, but we do have a room for that, and you know, we've had five or six exhibitors before, so we're hoping that that will be the case again, but uh, right now, it's not written in stone. Is your conference going to be available hybrid, or is it just in-person only? It's going to be face-to-face. -face. I don't think we have the, uh, uh, you know, the board didn't really talk about doing a, a hybrid convention. And uh, so I think it's just going to be face-to-face -face this year. And you know, maybe down the road, we may try to do that. I don't know. Uh, Someone else will probably be president next year who uh, you know may want to lead in that direction. We'll see. How about uh, sponsors? Um, are you able to get sponsors? Okay, uh, you know, in the past, we've gotten a few, but here, since we haven't met since 2019, face-to-face -face at a weekend convention, uh, we haven't really gone down that road either. So we have a certain amount budgeted in our annual budget for the state so we we should be okay with that okay great great um do you um do any joint sessions with any special interest affiliates uh, no we do not we we have you know like our speakers on saturday morning and uh we don't have any breakout or joint sessions with with any um other affiliates of ACB since there are no other affiliates in this state uh, rather than MCB. Okay. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Okay, You're was, welcome. And would somebody like to volunteer to me next? Sure. Sheila from Florida. Okay. Go ahead, Sheila. All right. So our convention starts in 2020. We were the first state that did a virtual 
21, we were the first state that did a hybrid. And this year, again, we will do hybrid. Our convention starts on Thursday evening with an activity, and that is karaoke. And then Friday morning at 8 o'clock, we start with our sessions all day long. Friday night, we have our awards and scholarship um, dinner. Saturday morning, we have an opening session, which is kind of silly to me because we've already started the convention. But um, anyway, and then we have um, two meetings concurrent um, all day long, pretty much. And then uh, Saturday evening, we have our banquet speaker. And then Sunday morning, we do our business meeting. Um, Friday and Saturday, we have an exhibit hall open. We do have sponsors. We do have so much throughout our entire weekend. And it's, it's just an amazing time for all of our members. So what weekend is it? it this year, it's June 1st to the 4th. I mean, yeah, fourth. Um, and our banquet speaker this year is Clark Rockfall, which I'm very excited about. So, um, and we do have sponsors. We have just, there's so much that we do. We don't do outside tours or any of that kind of stuff, but yeah, it's a really fun weekend. Um, do you have any special programming that you do? Anything outside the normal um, agency uh, type um, uh, talks? Anything that's uh, new well, and different? We, yeah, we have we have the Braille Revival League. We have the um, FCCLV, which is uh, Florida Council of C Citizens with Low Vision. And we have an affiliate that is um, citizen... Uh, Concerns of Citizens of the Totally Blind, which we are the only state that I know that has that special interest affiliate. And then we have a legislative session, which um, Anthony Corona is the chair of that committee, and we talk about legislation. So we have a lot of interesting um, breakout sessions. So, great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, who would like to be next? Uh, David, I could go next. Go ahead, David. Yeah, so I'm David Kingsway, president of the Bay State Council of the Blind, and we are going to have our convention uh, this year over uh, two days, or let's call it a day and a half in a way. Uh, May Saturday, May 20th, and Sunday, May 21st. Um, Saturday is going to be all remote. Um, during the day, we'll have a combination of the business session and various panels. Uh, for the business session, uh, this year we elect uh, directors, so we have four director positions that we will be electing. Uh, we will uh, have a few... Uh, statewide resolutions that we will debate and hopefully adopt. Um, we're also gonna have uh, panels on various topics. 
Uh, one will be our advocacy committee talking about uh, state level legislative priorities for the uh, for uh, for the year. Um, when you get to uh, around now, March, April, May, we're heavily into uh, the whole uh, legislative budget um, season. So we have certain budgetary priorities that we want to talk about and, and a few um, other types of bills that we're going to talk about. Uh, we'll also have sessions on um, health, um, telehealth, the availability also of uh, psychological counseling uh, in Massachusetts. Um, we're going to try to have a session also with IRA on IRA-free zones. What, what does it take to create an IRA-free zone? Because we've heard that recently in a few other states, um, they have, uh, you know, the state offices are IRA-free zones. We'd be interested in seeing how we could perhaps get that um, adopted in Massachusetts. Um, we'd like to have the folks, a uh, uh, couple of our members came back from the um, leadership conference really impressed by the folks from NASA who came and talked about their about alt text uh, for the, uh, the web telescope. So we'd like to perhaps have some of those folks uh, come and talk to us too. Um, and then we have a session every year, which is somebody you all know, Kim Charlson, who is uh, not only uh, very active in ACB, of course, but she is the, uh, the head of the Perkins Talking Book Library. She'll, she will be talking about you know, uh, latest developments with the, with the library. And I think we have one or two other sessions. Uh, that will be during the day. In the evening, we will have our uh, auction, which we're doing remotely. Um, as we've done the last couple of years uh, due to the pandemic. And I don't know, you know, if we even go back to like, you know, fully everything 100% in person, I've become a real fan of the virtual auctions. They go a little bit more quickly. They make more money because you got folks from all over the place coming, not just uh, uh, people who've come in person. So we'll we'll start that at seven o'clock um, uh, that Saturday evening. Uh, Sunday in the Boston area, we're going to have a social get together. Oh, I, I forgot to say also during the day, we'll also um, uh, do our uh, our annual awards to uh, to people at the uh, state level. And then Sunday we're uh, in person we're gonna have a face-to-face -face, uh, event, a social gathering at a local restaurant. Uh, one thing we're going to try, um, uh, I'm sure Massachusetts is similar to a number of states and that you know there's a certain regional or geographic bias to things. And in, in Massachusetts, it always seems that everything happens in the Boston area. And so one thing we're gonna introduce and see how it goes uh, our board voted on a new uh, policy to have a transportation subsidy of sorts, uh, a modest amount of money to defray the costs of people coming from outside of the Boston area uh, into the Boston area for our, uh, our social event. Um, and so uh, in a nutshell, that's, uh, that's what we plan on doing um, in May. So um, it sounds like the bulk of yours is virtual. Do you have any virtual exhibitors? Uh, no, we're, yeah, we're not going to have exhibitors this year. We may have sponsors. Uh, we uh, maybe start working on that uh, 
shortly. Uh, you know, one one advantage of doing things virtually is they don't cost as much. Uh, we've had you know we've had sponsors for our in-person events that were pre-pandemic, um, and we might uh, we might try to get some this year. But for the moment, we don't. Uh, we have individual sponsors when people register, and again, it will be free. Uh, the uh, the virtual um, uh, the remote um, sessions, uh, but um, uh, when people register, they have the option of uh, becoming individual sponsors. Great, thank you. And I forgot to ask the other two, um, but um, how can people register for um, your conference? Is it on your website uh, registration, or do people email? Uh, you to get a link or how does that work? Well, I, I, I can go first. We're going to have a Google form as we've had in the past and a uh, you know, very simple, quick, easy to fill out form. So you if, just send out to email lists then asking people to register through that link then? Uh, right. Our state announce list, we put it out through there and um, we might Put it out on the leadership list. Uh, well, particularly, we'll be we'll definitely be wanting to encourage folks to take part in the auction, whether they're in state or out of state. So, uh, we'll put some, something out to uh, uh, the ACB lists on that too. Great. Well, thank you. Okay, who would like to be next? This is Trampas from North Dakota. Go ahead, Trampas. Thank you. Uh, yes, our convention uh, is similar in just about every way that everybody else has. We we kind of take bits and pieces from what already has been said. Uh, our convention this year uh, will be the weekend of June 9th, 10th, and 11th. Uh, we always have it the second weekend in June. Uh, our convention as well, um, I know as was previously discussed, uh, the Boston area is where they usually do theirs. Uh, in North Dakota, we rotated across the state. Uh, so this year it does happen to be in Grand Forks. Uh, one benefit to that is that's also where uh, the North Dakota Vision Services School for the Blind is. Uh, so we'll be doing a few of our uh, activities there, uh, specifically Friday evening. Uh, we will be there for a social picnic welcome. Uh, and that's where we in encourage some sponsorship uh, in just about all of our areas across the state, we usually partner with uh, local Lions Clubs to help uh, at least put on that Friday night meal and get some of the Lions Clubs uh, involved in what we're doing and the different activities uh, that we have going on within our organization. A few things that we do, um, maybe that other affiliates haven't already mentioned, uh, Saturday, um, midday for lunch. Uh, we do a legislative luncheon where we uh, invite, obviously, uh, state-level uh, legislators, specifically for whatever region of the state we might be in, but we do open it up to any state legislators, as well as representatives um, from the, the offices of our, our U.S.-level uh, senators and congresspeople. Um, so that's one thing, and, and last year we were able to have about 20 uh, different legislators there to Shed, shed some light on some of the issues uh, we had been facing uh, and hopefully get them a little more aware uh, of what we face uh, on, a, on an annual basis here in North Dakota. 
many people uh, in our state specifically struggle with transportation. Um, that is a big barrier in a state that's fairly large but sparse in population. It takes a lot further for us to get to areas for medical services and, and everything else in between there. Uh, one other thing that we do um, Sunday morning uh, is we have a memorial service uh, for members uh, and family members sometimes as well uh, that we have lost in the previous year. Um, and it's just a good time for us to gather and remember um, and do that. Uh, back to more of the business side of things, uh, we open up Saturday morning, uh, like many people have already mentioned. Uh, we start there. We usually have a, a representative from the city's city that we are hosting in's office, hopefully the mayor typically, to welcome us to the city. Uh, they can speak a little bit, and then we roll right into uh, committee reports and such. Uh, we go into our um, constitution and bylaws readings and, and the normal things there. And our elections are actually held Sunday before we adjourn. We typically uh, wrap up around noon on Sunday and that uh, pretty much wraps up our convention. Uh, we do not offer hybrid. Uh, we have discussed it, um, but really, <laughs> With our state, we look at it as basically having to hold two conventions uh, with a limited number of volunteers. And those that are there in person are already busy. So it's hard for us to also facilitate the hybrid portion. Um, we did have one virtual convention, which would have been two years ago. Uh, that one went well, but we haven't made a, a full transition to potentially offering a hybrid at this point. Do you have a, a Saturday night banquet um, and do you have exhibitors? We do not have exhibitors. We have uh, a few years back. Uh, it is something that more and more are looking at. We would like to do more. Uh, it becomes more difficult when we are spread across the state in different locations and, and different things like that. Sometimes our main uh, distributors are more located in the Fargo area or the Bismarck area, so it's easier to have vendors uh, if we are in those cities. But as we spread out across the state, it becomes a little more difficult to get vendors at times. Uh, we do have, uh, Saturday evening, we have our awards and scholarship recipient banquet. Um, that is a, a staple of our convention. And this year will be our 87th convention. And how can people register for your conference? We will be putting that out uh, on our website, hopefully in the next week. Um, so you can register for our convention there. Uh, we also send out direct mail to all of our members uh, as some are not uh, individuals that use computers. Um, so we make sure that we reach all of our members and don't leave anybody out. Great, well, thank you. Okay, who would like to be next? Kayla. Okay, go ahead. All right, so I am here um, with Arizona's convention um, and we're doing ours a little bit different this year. Um, we're doing it more as an open house rather than a full on convention. And it will be um, completely virtual and we are, we are working with ACB Media on it. So it will be um, streamed. Um, 
The other, um, so it'll be taking place on April 14th and 15th. Um, our theme this year is Care, Connect, and Create. And each of our sessions and speakers will focus on how we can come together to offer friendship and support within our local chapters, through our state organization, and through our national parent organization, the American Council of the Blind. Um, Registration this year is going to be free. Um, We have opted out opted not to have sponsors or um, vendors come in, show products this year um, because of being able to offer it free um, without having those two things. Um, You can go to our website, which is AZCB, so the Arizona Council of the Blind.org. Registration is open now through April 12th. So go ahead and register. And we're going to get things start, started on Friday night, the 14th, with a game night. Um, and you guys should all come. Um, this is going to be from 5.30 to 7.30. Um, and you can come play games with me. Um, we will be playing uh, a trivia game. Um, it's called wrong, um, Wrongify. So the point of the game is to give the wrong answers. Um, it's great fun. Lots and lots of laughs. So, um, Yeah. I, I played it in the community a couple weeks ago, and I've had so many requests to play it again. So if you guys are interested and missed that event, um, come join us that Friday night, the 14th. On Saturday, we'll get start, started off with a morning cafe. Um, this is going to be kind of a social time. Bring your own breakfast, um, and you'll kind of get to know some of the other attendees. Um We have uh, four programs that we will be running in the morning. Um, They are um, um, sequentially. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Um, So our four sessions, um, each uh, session will kind of focus on one of the four pillars that we kind of put together that build our organization. Um, so the, the national level, our ACB program, um, is going to be Jeff Bishop and Kenneth Simeon Sr. will be um, in that session. Um, and then we have a state program where we'll have um, Lori Scharf, Mike Godino, and myself as um, p- panelists on that. Um, and then we'll do a local a chapter session as well as a um, a member like a member program like you. So we're we're starting out large um, at the national level, and with each one, we're coming closer closer into you and the member yourself. Um, in that panel, um, I will be rel- running, and that'll be Melanie Sanoe, Karen Hughes. Lily View and um, Ron Brooks will be on that panel. Um, The majority of our presentations are going to be done in a roundtable type of a format. Um, After those programs, we're going to move into a lunch and learn. Um, This is where you can bring your own lunch and hear our agency updates from around the state. We'll take a a short break and then we'll get into our business meeting um, where we'll be doing um, elections and looking at some of our bylaws. So that's kind of what we have going on. Thank you. Okay, um, so you don't have a, like an evening banquet 
No, we're just oh, doing okay. it as an open house. So we're, oh, okay. we're, we're doing it quite different. And um, we have a really small affiliate that we're really working on building up at this point. Um, so we kind of wanted to, to, to do it more as an open house so that people who may not know about ACB or these four different pillars of ACB to come and learn more about them. They can, people can just pop in and out then. Okay. Yep. Sounds great. Yep. Super. And it is open to everybody to, to come in and join us. So Great. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Who would like to be next? I think we're down to the last. Art, would you like to go next? Uh, sure. Um, aloha, everybody. Thank you for inviting me. Um, you know, our conventions usually are pretty much following the same format that most of you had uh, described already, you know, whereby we have a hospitality, then go into our daytime convention itself, and then continue on with the business section, and then go into a banquet. However, this year, um, oh, and we did do in 2020, we did uh, a, a, a virtual event, which was Truly um, an experience, I got to say, for us to do. Our, that was our first time doing it virtually and live on ACB radio. Um, but there's a lot of work involved with that. So the following year, we just chose to do it uh, virtually. Uh, and I believe that the year after that as well, we did it virtually. However, this year, we did in person only. And so the format, we changed it up a little bit. And what we did is Friday night, we had our hospitality night where folks would come and, you know, we had some food, we had some games, we had some fun, uh, we had a talent show uh, showcase that went on, and then also um, just chit-chat. Um, Saturday was the start of our convention, and that's normally where we would have all of our um uh, we call them folks, our com community partners come and speak and, you know, throughout the day in the morning. But I was thinking this year that we should do something different. And so in speaking with our treasurer and a few other people, we came up with this idea of doing breakouts. And so the breakouts, we did it in three, three um, sessions. One was honoring the past. The second one was treasuring um, the uh, present. And then the third was influencing the future. So what we did is we broke our membership into groups of eight or 10. Um, and then everybody had to work on what they thought would be a good way of honoring the past or honoring the pre uh, treasuring the present and so forth. Uh, and then everybody at each table would re report back on what they uh, came up with. And then we then collected that information for ourselves so that as an organization, we can now use that information to go forward on how to better guide, you know, the Hawaii Association of the Blind as we move in a forward direction. And of course, um, unfortunately, we did lose three solid 
members that started HAB, which is Warren Toyama, Amelia Citron, and Don Thompson this year or last year, 2022. And so because of that, uh, we felt more inclined that we should do it this way. That way we can find out what, how we can, again, best honor them and still yet move forward in a, in a positive direction with HAB. The rest of the evening, we did um, our business section in the afternoon. And then in the evening, we had our banquet where we, again, recognized um, different folks for their activities or work that they did throughout the year. And then, of course, we had our um, mayor and our governor and other proclamations that come with that be presented. And um, and then that was pretty much it. You know, that's, that's how we did it. Did you have any exhibitors or sponsors? No, we, uh, we talked about doing exhibitors. But um, as we looked at the, the daytime, the, the whole schedule of both Friday and Saturday, we couldn't really figure out where we would put the, um, the exhibitors. And, you know, being so that we're so far from, uh, you know, away from the, the continental U.S., you know, we're just a little island in the water here. Uh, it's hard to get exhibitors to come anyway. And um, so we, yeah, we never did. We, uh, when we were doing virtual, we had we had some um, exhibitors, but not this year. And uh, you said yours was just in person only, correct? This year, yes, we did only in person. Yeah. Okay, great, great. And how do you um, reach out to get people to come to convention? Do you have a link on your website so people can register or? or uh, just reach out through email lists or hard copy letters, et cetera? So we have a jot form on our website normally, and that's where people can come to our website and fill out the jot form and, and uh, sign up for the convention that way. Um, and then of course we do do the, the standard uh, emails to our members and hard copy mail outs to our members as well. And then our members are also sharing that information with our third party uh, community, you know, partners like the DOE, uh, the library, our own, um, what we call Ho'opono Center for the Blind. Uh, so we can get the students from the center to come to our convention and see what HAB, ACB is all about. Great, super. Well, thank you. Okay, Meryl, I guess you're up. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, great. Um, well, we had our convention just recently um, in the state of Maryland from February 24th, which was a Friday evening, through Sunday, uh, February 26th. So Friday evening, we had exhibits and they were terrific. We had um, Jeannie Johnson and uh, let's oh we had Orbit Research. Um, let's see, we had uh, also Rome Mobley, and she has a company called Iron Girl Athletics, and she deals with exercise for people that are 
blind and visually impaired and, and sighted people. And uh, we had Anthony Corona and he talked about Democracy Live and um, we had uh, Terry, uh, we had CAGDU, which is the central uh, capital area guide dog users. And basically we talked, they talked about who we are, what we do and their mission. Um, and so Cindy Laban and uh, Terry Nettles and different people talked about that. Um, we had um, information about a uh, leader dog and they have a program where people can actually have orientation um, that don't, that are not sure if they want to get a guide dog. So basically they come for a period of a week um, to lead a dog and they are, they work with the dog and then they use the cane and they see whether they want to get a dog or not. So that's a, that's a great program. We had that. Um, and we had about eight different exhibits. And so Saturday we started out with our welcome from our former president, Joanne Cusick. And we had a lot of different um, presentations. Uh, we had, oh my God, I involved the community a lot. We had um, Jane Corona and Terry Nettles and Jeannie Johnson from It's Electric. And they all did a panel about um, air fryers and you know how they use their different devices in the kitchen. Uh, we had Valine Shah from I Love Braille, and he talked about his program and what they do. Um, we also had, oh, this was wonderful. Now, um, Matthew from the Horseball from the Brailleist Foundation, he talked about their programs in the UK. Um, we had Lucy, oh my God, we had Lucy Edmonds. Games to play with Lady A. I mean, I got all these people. We had Kayla who just talked and uh, she talked about origami and taught it. She gave a demonstration and, and taught it to everybody and people were able to do Japanese paper folding. Um, we had about, I can't even mention everybody we had because we had like 43 panelists and we didn't have any breaks at all on Saturday. It was like nonstop from about, 8.30 in the morning, there was some pre-convention chatter uh, with the math two master and mistress of ceremonies. And so we were nonstop. We had a wonderful auction. But I got to tell you, on Saturday evening, we had Gabriel Lopez Cafati, and he was our banquet speaker. And, uh, and also Herbie Allen. I forgot to mention him. I can't forget him. He talked about... Um, Dice World, not with Clubhouse, but there's a separate program off Clubhouse. And he was talking about how to play it. And let's see, with our banquet speaker was Gabriel Lopez Cafati. And he talked about his life and journey. And it was called How I Multiplied My Stars. And it was basically um, all the different levels. And it was very philosophical of everything that's come to him in his life, despite his adversities that he had. And it was truly amazing. And Gabriel is now our board liaison from Maryland. 
um, we had our wonderful auction on Saturday evening. And basically, our convention was free. However, you still had to register because there were door prizes also. And can't forget that. So basically what happened is people have to register, had to register for free. And the reason they had to do that is so that they could get access to our auction and to having the door prizes and and all the different things that come with it so that they can be on Zoom and participate. And of course, I was a panelist on, on webinar and I stayed as a panelist all day and I was responsible for about four different panels. With our convention committee, we planned, several people were responsible for different parts of the program. So we had people contact the speakers by email or by phone. And we had to make sure that they were there. We had to contact them like twice. Are you, are you sure you'll be able to do it? Because there are cases where they don't show up. Oh, I was also a wrangler. We were also on ACB media and I was a wrangler. So basically what that means is that if somebody is not there within 10 or 15 minutes from the time they're supposed to speak, I have to call, email them. Where are you? Oh, oh I'm coming. You know, so they kept us busy, but they, for the most part, a lot of people participated and were able to um, just come on their own without being called, which was a great thing. So um, Sunday, we were supposed to have a business meeting, but it was actually tabled because of the fact that there were some constitutional issues, but we got them resolved. So we had our elections last Sunday, it's hard to believe. And I was elected president of the American Council of the Blind of Maryland. And I'm a little nervous, but you know, I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> um, and so uh, we just had a fantastic convention. Um, oh, thank you. Now yours welcome. was virtual only, correct? Yeah, virtual only. Mm -hmm. Oh, and we also had, you know, we had a lot of national stuff. I mean, we had the people from the, we had Clark Rockfall and the other people from the program with the telescope. Um, we had a flight simulator on the gaming panel where they can do flight simulation through keystrokes. And we had a crisis panel um, with Pam Shaw and other people as far as crisis intervention and, you know, a whole lot of things that you normally wouldn't have on a, at a convention, we just tried to be innovative. Great, well, it sounds like <clears throat> a fantastic uh, mix of different activities. Yes. Now, now would you I had people register for your conference. Did you have it available on your website? Um, what we did was our treasurer, she um, put it on leadership because we don't have a website. That's something we really have to work on as we were talking about in the previous meeting, artists, <laughs> ACBGE. Um, so we, we are going to be working on that. And so basically what she did was she put it out on leadership and various list conversations and all the other lists that she's involved with. I also emailed to people that I knew to register um, and put it out on different lists and 
So basically, so the treasurer, what she did was she would take calls for people that didn't have a computer. And she would also do the actual um, registration for, it was basically, actually, that's what she did. She did it on the phone because there wasn't a website. So she had to do it on the phone. Um, all registration was on the phone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, thank you all for um, telling about your conventions. I forgot to ask um, the first couple um, how you let people register. Uh, Sheila, um, do you have it on your website so people can register for your conference? Yes, ma'am. We send it okay. out every way in shape and form. <laughs> yes, it's on our fcb.org. So. Okay, great, great. And we have an administrator who will register people on the phone if they can't. So, yeah, we, we are more than happy to help them. Great, super. Okay, well, I believe we'll go ahead and open it up for anyone that's listening to ask questions of any of you, or if any of you think of Anything you'd like to ask of other affiliates who have already spoken, uh, go ahead and let us know as well. I have a question for Sheila. Go for it. Uh, where is the convention this year? What city? Maitland, which is right outside of Orlando. Okay. So... And it is an amazing time, Ralph. We'd love to have you. I hear that. Uh, so the David, closest airport would be Orlando then? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, uh, David? Yeah, I wanted to ask Sheila also, how are you on the hybrid side? How are you arranging uh, that, the, you know, the technical part of uh, people communicating um, with you, with the in-person people? Well, we have done that for, let's see, this will be our third year because we've been doing hybrid since 21. Um, and we do Zoom and in person and have offered it. And we've got tech people that are in ACB media. Yay. <laughs> Hallelujah for ACB media. Um, but yeah, we set everything up to where it's either via Zoom or, you know, in person. So, and all the links are sent out to anybody that's registered or it will be on ACB Media. And normally, I, I think they usually do it on eight. I don't know, but anyway, so that's how we do it, David. Okay. It's all done through the hotel's uh, audio system somehow? Yeah. Yeah, and it's not cheap. Not cheap. Uh, unfortunately, not, I'm sure. Not cheap. <laughs> no. We're trying to make it as reasonable as we can, but it's, you know, AV is not cheap. And our members need to understand that in order for us to make this virtual or hybrid, they need to understand that. Registration is necessary so that we can afford to, you know, bring it to them. I know uh, RSVA Sagebrush, the same way we did ours, um, um, uh, both this year. And it does cost more, 
Yeah. But you do get a lot larger audience. So we had, um, actually, we had more in person than we did uh, on Zoom, but we did have um, more because we offered it both both ways. So right. yeah, and, and and the ACB to... media is great. And oh yeah, you just have and, to let them know far enough in advance yeah. if you want to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. They you know, and artists, you are correct. We had more last year in person than we had on Zoom. But you know what? We are not going to exclude anybody. That's right. That's great. That's great. Okay. Do we have any questions from the audience? Any hands raised? We have no hands raised at this time. Okay. I guess we did a good job. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> now, um, do all of you have um, hospitality times? Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> do it in person or uh, virtual? Ours is in person, and yes, mm -hmm. Friday night and Saturday yeah. night we have hospitality. Uh, and as, now as we have some hands raised. <laughs> okay, great. Pat, you should be able to talk. Okay, yeah, I did get the unmute button. Uh, but one quick question. Um, how can those of us that are not where you guys are at what how can we kind of voice what we're feeling like um so that everybody understands from our perspective as far as because we're not physically in the location what can how can we be a part of that so we have our voice Well, I'll take that. Pat, I'm not sure what you're asking because Florida Council is always willing to hear what anybody is feeling. So whether you're a member or not of FCB, you know, if you have a question about a presenter or whatever the topic is, we are very open to hear what you have to say. So that's that's the only answer I have for you. And well, at, at, at conventions, you know, when when uh, a local convention can have Zoom or hybrid, then that gives the Zoom person that opportunity to participate in conversation or whatever. Next is Eugene. Good evening. Can you hear Go me? Ahead. Yes, right, you're good. good. Yeah. I was just wondering, uh, I know where Florida State Commission is because I'm in Florida, but Mississippi, what city are uh, you doing your uh, convention at? Uh, we're going to meet in Pearl, Mississippi, which is just east of Jackson. It's centrally located. Okay. So we chose the Holiday Inn Trustmark in Pearl uh, for our state convention. Okay. It's a small hotel, but they accommodate our needs uh, effectively. All right. Appreciate it. Okay. And next is Courtney. Hi, Hi Ralph. Courtney. Well, um, Hi. Eugene asked my question, so well, cool. I'll move back to the audience. Thank you. <laughs> okay. 
do most of you move around to different cities every year or to, I understand Massachusetts pretty much stays in the Boston area, but how about the rest of you? Mississippi generally stays in central Mississippi. We have in the past moved, but that's when we were larger and <clears throat> had more members throughout the state. But now we meet generally in Pearl because they give us a decent price on our hotel accommodations. And uh, so that's what we do. And, and Jackson uh, is easy to fly into? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. air, airport is almost, you know, the airport is in East Jackson, if you will, and Pearl is right there. It's like, you know, abuts the city of Jackson. So it's very close. Great. And Florida has a hard time because of hotels and trying to find a hotel that will meet our needs. Um, we have been in the Orlando area since forever <laughs> um we can't you know when you think about florida you go from key west to pensacola and the central area is the orlando area and transportation is very difficult so we're trying to make you know our convention is convenient for all of our members and it is so challenging so not easy. Not easy being president of affiliates. So I would hope <laughs> that everybody would understand that. Uh -huh. Absolutely. It's, no, it's, it's not. It's, <laughs> but very, it's very challenging uh -huh. and to try to make it happen so that every member is happy just doesn't always work. This is true. Because if, well, if I have to... If I have to have to, yeah, I, uh, Hawaii, but if I have <laughs> to have Hawaii. a convention in <laughs> and people live in Pensacola, right. that's not going to happen. No, it's not. Um, the other thing, Sheila, I wanted to say and artists and everyone is that for the third year, and I was the one that got it to happen, that we did have it on ACB Media, and it was ACB Media 8, and we got quite a lot of participation from that. Um, so that mm -hmm. was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to um, Arden's original question. You know, Hawaii, because we're an island state, you know, we're made up of eight islands, um, and we have members on oh, quite a few of the, those islands. When we have our state convention, you know, it's not always so easy because the convention itself is on the island of Oahu, which is the main central island. Um, so a lot of folks would need to fly in. And so it's it's better if we can do hybrid, but, um, you know, and we have been doing at least hybrid. I know for the last two years, uh, the first year, like I said, we did it both hybrid and on ACB radio. Um, but this year, I guess just to make things simple, we, you know, that's why we chose to uh, not do it that way. We just did it in person. So we kind of flew um, some of our members over, you know, HAB had sponsored some of these folks to fly over so they can attend, mm -hmm. but it's costly. So, you know, it's not something you want to be doing every year. But Hart, Hart just fly me over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Me too. Yeah. You know, I, I forgot to mention, you know, that part of what ACB does annually at our conventions is we do. We do fly in people from the mainland, from the, you know, nationals. 
Um, this year it was Kenneth um, Simeon Sr. And so he was our keynote speaker and he helped to conduct some of the workshops that we had this morning or that morning, I should say. And so, you know, if you guys see me at convention in the summertime, hit me up, you know. Let me know if you're interested. Because, uh, oh, yeah. Give you, you, know, you a good we're proposal. Always, we're, always, uh, proposal. Uh, we're always looking for someone to, to see who we can bring in the following year, you know. Wow. <laughs> in other words, buy him dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy. Oh, my God. Well, thank you. Uh, do we have any other hands? We have no raised hands in Zoom. <laughs> okay, well, do any of you have any last minute uh, comments that you'd like to make about your convention that you perhaps forgot to mention or any encouragement you'd like to give for other states? Um, I, we, we will be in the fall covering states that are, have their conventions after the national convention. So if you have any quick tips, we'll take those. Uh, David, here's one. Come to our auction and bid high. <laughs> <laughs> and well, then, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Meryl. Um, it's a lot of work, but it's very rewarding to plan a convention. And once all the pieces of the puzzle come out, then you know, things work out well. And I, I want people to be encouraged because although it might seem like it's a daunting task at the beginning when you first start doing it, everything works out well at the end because you have all the presenters and things in place. It's great. And, and artists, this is Sheila. And I just want to encourage anybody, if you are part of an affiliate or even if you aren't, if you have an idea for a session, we always look for new ideas. So do not hesitate to reach out to your president or your affiliate and just say, hey, can we do this? Because we always think, well, I think outside the box. And I think it's important that you bring new topics. So. No, thank you. I appreciate and I, and that. And I'd like to echo that statement, Sheila, because you know this year was our first time that Hawaii did step outside of the box mm -hmm. and, and did what we did. And, you know, it was great. So I, I encourage just that. Yeah. The other thing I'd encourage is a volunteer to help your state in the planning process. I know um, as a leader in special interest affiliate, uh, it's welcome when people step forward to assist the convention committee because it is a lot of work and if two or three people have to do it all yeah. it is very time consuming so the more hands in the pocket of uh, the better Amen. i also i also want to remind people that our april focus call is going to be on the importance of chapter and affiliate membership oh, don't okay. think just to be a member of acb but uh, think of how important it is to be part of the local or state affiliate and join us for that activity. And I want to thank you all for presenting. And I want to thank our streamer, our, our host, and our uh, person that did, um, oh gosh, the name just got out of my mind. Um, 
We didn't hear anybody. Clubhouse. From Clubhouse. Lucy. Oh, yeah. Lucy. That was Lucy. Lucy, all right. Okay, thank you. Thank you all. I appreciate it.